0: i Spaces Hello and welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, December 17th, 2021. This is a community update space hosted by White Whale. Let's take a listen.
1: The idea would be some sort of a set time, maybe on Fridays, um, Friday afternoons, you know, whether it's every week or every other week where we have a, a regular set community call just to give you guys updates, communicate on where we're at, maybe take some questions um, and just keep um keep the community up to speed right we want to um start off on a, on the right foot in regards to communication um and uh, you know just transparency and and keeping the community informed right so so you can expect <clears throat> you can expect these to happen regularly um <clears throat> we'll we'll try to figure out what the best you know how often and and format and and things like that so but but that's that's our intention um all right first i want to discuss is the boot swap just want to you know touch base on that to give you guys kind of an idea of the things i'm i'm planning on going over today um i want to go i want to go over the boot swap i want to talk about uh results share the results um you know and kind of where things are at now and what's you know what's next um you know touch on star terra the airdrop those kind of things um and also just discuss a little bit about where you know where we're at in development and um you know the 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 next things that could be rolled out are so um so first things first the boot swap right um here are the numbers just the 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 crunch numbers and the analytics just some some figures for you. We had over 7,000 participants. We had 700 7,206 participate in the boot swap. Um the best price, the lowest price was 13.1 cents. The worst price was 1.14. Um we had 5,133 purchase between 0 and 10,000 whale we had seventeen hundred and thirty-four people purchase between ten k and one hundred k whale, and we had three hundred and thirty-nine people purchase over hundred k whale. Um, the most swaps, the most active wallet was one hundred and ninety-five trades during the boot swap. So obviously, um, the boot swap, the LBP was a new thing, right? Um, you know, it was the first time we tried. First time it's been done on Terra. I think what, what we saw from our end um, and what I saw personally as, as a founder, um, as founder, it's very interesting, right? Because we, we did the opposite, you know, we, we did the opposite of what every, every other project has done on their launch, you know, as opposed to manufacturing a pump, which, which you know, guys, I'll, I'll just be very frank with you. We, that's not hard to do like we we could have manufactured a pump at our launch right that's it's pretty easy it's just tokenomics you just you do a shallow liquidity pool you know you release just a a limited um allocation of the supply and you you watch the bots take over you know and we we could have pumped we could have pumped whale to a dollar or more it's it's that's not hard right um we chose to do the opposite of that right doing from from a founder's perspective Um, the LBP, it, it feels like throwing your token off a cliff. (laughs) You know, that's, that's basically what it feels like. And, um, and hoping the community catches it. Right? I hope somebody catches this thing, but here we are. We're, we're going to throw it off a cliff. Um, but the the whole idea, right? And we've said this several times, but the the whole idea is to give um, the retail community to give you guys, um. A fair opportunity to get in during the first days of trading at um at at, at fair I D O type levels, right? Levels that are comparative to the the, the private round levels, at, at least not at least levels that aren't in the stratosphere, right? I'm I'm so sick of um seeing projects that have five or ten cent private rounds or whatever it is, and then retails paying two dollars, three dollars. Uh, you know, on the first day of trading, and then there's, you know, it's followed by by six months of bleeding due to token emissions, right? So, you know, we took the the complete opposite approach, right? We were not we we were not interested in an initial pump. That's not that was not what we were looking for. Now, granted, initial pumps they are good for um you know to create hype. To, to create hype and excitement and, you know, you attract traders and and different things like that. But, you know, we just, we weren't going that route. You know, we we decided to go the route where, you know, there, we knew there was a lot of people um in the Luna community that were excited to get in at White Whale, you know, that that can't get into private rounds and things like that. It, you know, so we wanted you guys to be able to get in at the beginning, get a good bag of Luna, at a fair level, you know, that you could hold forever, to be frank, that you that you could hold forever. Our, you know, our goal, my goal <clears throat> at, at the inception of this project um, is to create a a strong base of a community that that is very loyal to the project. Right. That, you know, you guys, you, you know, hopefully you guys will hold these whale tokens to your deathbed. And then on your deathbed, you'll give them to your children because there's no reason to ever sell them. And, you know, in order to do that, you need to get in, especially in the beginning. Right. We're early. You need to get in at a, at a good price. The better price that you get in at, um, the, the easier it is to to hold on to them. So, you know, that that was the idea. Right. That was the idea. We were we were less focused on. Let's create a pump. Let's manufacture a pump. We were more. Let's let's get a lot of our tokens out there. Right. Let's give everybody who wants in everybody who wants a bag of whale, a fair chance, plenty of time, plenty of opportunity to get one from the beginning. So you can partner with us for the long term. Right. That was um. <clears throat> You know, that was the plan. That was the idea. And I, I hope that, you know, I, I, I hope that we succeeded. And I, I honestly, I think that overall it was a success. I, I really do. Um, I, I really do believe that, you know, and, and the, the feedback we've gotten from the community so far has been positive and, and has been a witness to that effect. So that being said, right, I do want to touch on the, the 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 results as far as what we were able to do with the treasury right so and and we've tweeted this out and i'm sure most of you guys are aware of it but from the boot swap we were able to deposit 27 million dollars of capital into the white whale treasury right and this includes a 20 million dollar liquidity pool right which is which is one of the highest in in the Terra ecosystem, it's one of the biggest liquidity pools on Terra, you know, in the ecosystem, and we own it. You guys own it. the 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 white whale community owns its liquidity, right? Um, I personally, I don't I don't think that the market has comprehended and has digested and grasps the significance of that. I I I just don't, you know, um, be, because we own our liquidity pool. From the start, from, from our inception, uh, you know, one, we don't have to do LP emissions. We don't have to have L- LP staking incentives. You know, that is, a, in my opinion, that is a DeFi game changer. You know, it's, it's, it just is. I mean, r- right now, we are, a, you know, we're, we're a zero emissions protocol. You know, that's, that's what it is. We, we do not have those, um, that cell pressure, those emissions. And again, it, you know, it goes back to who we want to attract in our community. And, and listen, I know that there are faithful community members that will farm, that will LP farm your token. However, what what we've seen, and and what's more typical, what's more common, is mercenary LP farmers that are chasing the highest yield, and they they don't give a crap about your token. They're they're going to dump it into something else as soon as they farm it, but they'll you know, they'll, they'll go for the yield. Right. So we, you know, we don't need that. We don't, we don't need to have the, uh, the LP staking emissions. We just, it's, it's, and which, you know, which is constant cell pressure. And in my opinion, it's a, it's a broken model. That's, that's my opinion. My My opinion is that the, the way DeFi does LP staking currently um it's just not sustainable for the long term you know that's that's how we look at it at, 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 at you know at best and at worst you know it puts a lot a, a lot of sell pressure on your token so you know we are very excited that we were able to not only start with the 20 million dollar liquidity pool and again to put that in perspective um you know just luna the luna ust pool the Luna B Luna pool, the Ank pool, the mirror pool, um, I think mine, you know, those are the only ones that have bigger liquidity pools. I think we're the sixth or seventh size liquidity pool in the Terry ecosystem. Um, and it's solely owned by the Treasury, right? So, so again, I I don't think that I don't think that the market has has fully recognized um You know and sort of digested what we pulled off there you know um so take take that take that for what it's worth and on top of that you know i'll I'll share this little little alpha leak here um because we own the pool because we own those lp tokens in the pool there are things we can do with them which we are currently working on engineering um you know which we'll be able to put put it to work right? We'll be able to make it even more efficient and make it generate, you, you know, in a sense, we'll be able to do things with our liquidity pool that will apply constant buy pressure to the whale token. That's, you know, so instead of the LP emissions, which are constant sell pressure, that's flipped, that will be flipped into constant buy pressure um, on the LP token, right? Just Just from owning the pool. So I, you know, I can't stress enough um, how big of a deal it is, how excited we are about it, you know, and just the, the net benefit to the protocol, this will have moving forward. Right. Um, to, to me, to me, it's a game changer, you know, so, so that's, that's what that is. And we were also able to put 6 million, you know, 6 million UST into, into the protocol as well. So that, that always, um that always helps things right so as far as what's what's coming next um you know you guys should be receiving nfts in your wallets pretty soon if you participated in the boot swap we uh you know i I think there were some issues on the bombay test net the last day or so um so we had a little bit of a delay in, in testing the drop um but that should be fixed here pretty soon and those are those are ready to go out. So you can expect your your um certification NFTs to be dropping um, to be dropping eminently, right? So, <clears throat> so that's that. Now, as far as what's next regarding future IDO events, airdrops, Star Terra, um, I, I do want to touch on that as well, right? Um we have we have said publicly that um we we were always planning on doing a star terra event we were planning on doing star terra pylon right um u- utilizing both platforms to distribute tokens to um you know to as broad a spectrum of the luna community as as possible right um the lbp that kind of came out of the blue um and you know we decided to go big with it because because it was it seemed like a great fit for for our the project our ethos and what we were trying to do right so um you know, it seems right now, it, it seems to us, and you know, I'll just be honest, we're still discussing the next steps internally. you know, we're with the team and and, um, you know, we're just we're, we're trying to feel out the market, we're looking for feedback. Um, you know, and we're, we' we haven't really made final decisions yet. However, what I'll say is that it seems at least for now that the initial community demand has been met for the token um i i do i do think that's the case uh, which is which is a good thing right that's good that that was our goal um you know so so we are taking that into consideration now i have also seen um and in, i've seen the comments in discord and on twitter people asking hey when's the star terra event um you know i've been waiting for whale i've been waiting for you guys to do star terra that's how i'm planning on getting my whale tokens so basically what you see is the the star terra stakers are for are for a Star Terra event. The ones that aren't are, you know, the, the ones that aren't Star Terra stickers are not for it, right? That's kind of the current situation. Um so, you know, we're we're taking all of that into consideration. I actually just had a meeting with the Star Terra team, talked to them about it. Um and we're, you know, it's 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 all still being considered. Okay. That's that's kind of where it's at. And we're we're open to feedback right we just are um so so we'll see we'll see how that shakes out and what decisions are made and i would say a similar we're in a similar situation um in regards to the airdrop right um you know we're we're well aware that that sentiment community sentiment has kind of shifted in regards to airdrops and and guys i don't know if you remember this i'll just point it out but i was in You know, I was on terabytes in August. um, You know, when everybody was was all crazy about the airdrops and the weekly airdrops and how many airdrops we're going to get for for Luna staking, I was on terabytes in August saying we're not doing recurring airdrops because we don't want those kind of emissions. Right there are there are more efficient ways to to distribute your tokens. you know, and I, I still believe that. I, I still do. I I know that everybody loves them, and they do serve a perfect purpose. Um, but there are more efficient ways to get to get the tokens out there and sort of reward you know the loyal uh, your your loyal base community. So you know that that being said, um, the airdrop. I wouldn't say it's being reconsidered, but we're we're reconsidering it. Um, <laughs> you know, I think so. I guess that the thought process there is how can we get these, how can, you know, how can we reward those we know are loyal, those we know are our base, those we know are here for the long term, um, rather than just throwing them out to you know to, to the entire community and you have 70% of the people dumping them instantly and then it's sell pressure on on everybody else. Um, you know, so so that's kind of the the thought process there, right? I'm just I'm letting you guys into sort of our, our thought process and our and our discussions. OK, um, so so again, final decisions haven't been haven't been made on that. What it comes down to guys is the LBP and the results. Once we saw the results of the LBP, it was a game changer, right? Not only did we did we 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 made a lot of adjustments. Not only did we decide, OK, we, we can slash completely our uh, our LP emissions, right? We don't we don't need to incentivize LP because now we own the pool. Um, but you know we can we can also rethink um, future IDO events, airdrops, things like that because it seems like we we're, were able to gauge the market, um, you know, and it seems like com- community demand um, has been fairly well met. At least that's what it seems like from our end. So um, so yeah, th- that's that's where we're at with with those things okay with uh with the ideal events and and such now i also want to touch on um what we're building (laughs) right and arbitrage and um and volts and and where we're at with development and things like that so we're currently more than halfway through with the audit Um, we haven't heard anything from the auditors as far as feedback yet which i guess no news is good news um but there's you know. There's probably a little more than three weeks left as far as their their original timeline they gave us. Um, And then I'm sure there will be some things to adjust and fix. Right. And um, and hopefully after that, we can go ahead and release. um, And open up the vaults. Okay, so we are probably the the best. The best guess I could give right now at this point is mid to late January. you know, as as far as opening up the uh, opening up the arbitrage vaults, um, that's you know that's where that's where those are. Okay, we're also um, you know currently developing new arbitrage strategies. You know, we're working on our 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 Luna vault. Um, you know, we're we're sort of we're trying not to spread ourselves too thin because here's the deal: there's there's so many different things. That we can implement to make this thing better and to make yield. That really, what it is, is it's a matter of um, picking and choosing what's what the priorities are, right? That's I mean, b- between you know all the other arb vaults we could add between cross chain arb. It, you know, we're currently here. Here's an alpha League two. Um, you know, and I see Howard. Howard is on uh, on the call. I don't know if he's going to be able to talk because he's. Uh, I think he's in transit right now, but I see him on here. We're currently also developing, um, a, it's it's a dow like strategy. It's a strategy that's utilized by Keeper Dow. They call it the hiding game. Um, but basically what it is, is if you want to make a, a large um, Luna trade, right? Let's say you want to buy or sell large amounts of Luna or a whale does. They could come to our front end, use our a swap functionality make that trade and there will be significantly less slippage because we will arb the slippage out of the trade We'll we will arb the trade and we'll actually give <clears throat> give rewards back to the trader right we'll give some some of the profits from the arbitrage we'll give back to um the person trading it so um keeper dial implemented the strategy on ethereum it's a it's a hand and glove fit for what we're doing. So that's another thing that we're currently um, working on developing and and implementing. But well, my point is that we you know there's lots and lots of of different strategies to implement, arbitrage based strategies to implement in the platform. We're very busy and we're trying to focus on one. That the initial focus was protecting the peg, right? That's that was the that, that's the initial goal. The um, you know, that, that's sort of the, the main point, right? Um, you know, but again, as I've said before, what we've seen from our testing and from our, um, you know, just, just from our bots and everything, that that's not gonna be the main money maker. That's not gonna be the main yield generator of the platform, which is okay. You know, honestly, that's, if anything, it's a good thing. Um, currently, the PEG is being well protected. There's a there are a lot of well I wouldn't say a lot but there are people arbing it um, that are arbing it very well and very fast right Um, so that that's good that's all well and good we're still gonna protect it right we're still gonna you know we're gonna be there we're gonna have a seat at that table and we're gonna hit trades right and we're gonna we're gonna make profits you know we're gonna get a a piece of that pie however um, what we're seeing is there are more there's more meat on the bones of some of these other strategies that we're implementing. Um you know that's that's kind of where more profits and more yield will be generated, right? So um so we're we're currently developing those out and optimizing them. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's what we're looking at as far as timeline. Um, the Luna vault should follow shortly after the UST vault. Um, you know, and then from there the, the templates will have been made the uh the, you know the sort of architecture will have been made. So it should be fairly easy to implement future arbitrage vaults um, after we get the first couple rolled out, right? Should be a a simple process process at least on the smart contract back end, um, you know. After after the initial vaults get get made, so and then as far as um as far as governance thinking, I did want to touch on that, and then maybe I'll I'll open it up here to some um to some questions and some feedback to we'll talk about the governance staking. so we do want to give you know we want basically you guys to be able to do something with your whale tokens as soon as possible right um that's still it still needs to be audited it's still in the audit process but it's it's a very high priority for us to at least get the governance staking going the treasury staking essentially is what it is um even if the on-chain voting um architecture isn't you know isn't fully implemented right away at least you can earn governance staking rewards with your whale token now i i want to touch base though on our strategy with that because it's very important and i and it, it fits in with um our sort of our entire ethos and our, our entire sustainable philosophy right so what, what we're trying to do what white whale is trying to do everything that we do we want to be sustainable right? That's why we own the liquidity pool. That's why we're doing zero emissions, right? We're trying to build a sustainable solvent economic model in all that we do. So the governance staking will will fall in line with that same principle, right? So here's essentially how it works, broad strokes, right? Our Treasury is going to have a yield. Okay, it's, it currently has a yield, right? The, 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 the liquidity pool is yielding over 7% just from trading fees. And then the, the AUST, right? The the UST is deposited in anchor and earning 20%. So it's currently yielding, you know, a little over 10%, some, something like that. All right. Um, the assets in our treasury will be put to work, right? They will be eventually that that UST will be deposited into our vaults, into our into our UST vault, and it will become BUST, right? Um, you know, same with Luna, Luna will be deposited into our Luna vaults. And we're also going to, you know, we're going to we're going to accumulate the other stables, and eventually, uh, you know, eventually have arbitrage vaults for the other stables as well as forex marks open up forex forex markets open up on Luna. But the point is that the assets in the treasury are going to be put to work, and they're going to generate a yield. Okay, the the treasury is going to grow. So here's here is the general idea when it comes to the governance staking rewards. All right, let's say our treasury is growing at fifteen percent, okay, or let's say for the sake of our discussion, let's say it's growing at twenty percent. all right, we will be um distributing whale tokens to the governance stakers to the treasury stakers at a rate that is just lower than what the treasury is yielding, okay, so if the treasury yield is twenty percent, you may get a fifteen percent yield on your governance staking. Tokens in whale. Now these tokens will come from our uncirc, our non-circulating supply. So they, these will be emissions. All right, because we want the assets in our treasury to continue to grow. Those native assets to continue to grow. However, what what I call it is I call it non-dilutive staking rewards. Okay, that's what I call it because the treasury is growing at a rate faster than those tokens are being emitted and distributed. Right, and those tokens are being distributed to the faithful governance supporting, you know, voting whale community. Right. So what we have here is um, it, it's going to be a, a modest yield. You know, it's not going to be a huge yield. It's going to be a modest yield. We're we're not again, we're not doing the DGEN yield stuff, um, you know, and it's also going to be a sustainable yield. Right. Because it will be our treasury will be growing faster. Or at, a, at you know with greater velocity than what's being distributed um, via the emissions. Okay, so so it's basic. It's it's called non dilutive staking staking rewards. That's our approach. That's our philosophy to it. That's kind of how we're going to build it. Um, we're also planning on adopting a sort of sushi model. All right, um, you know, and this is new. This is alpha as well. But we're we're seriously considering and working on. Um, implementing the sushi model, where you so you stake your <clears throat> you stake your whale to the governance, you will get X whale or some other t- liquid token in return. um You will then have the option to lock that X whale for a period of time um, to earn to generate even more yield from the go- from the governance vault. I think these these models work well. I think Curve also does it. um They have something like seventy percent of their. Of their circulating supply is locked in governance, right? So, um, so we are, you know, we're currently working on a similar model to that as well. So, I think that's pretty much what I wanted to cover on my ends. Um, those are those are the updates for now. Um, I will, I will open it up to a few. Uh, respectful questions. So, if you, if you have a question, feel free to. Uh, Feel free to raise your hand.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, hey, I, I think you covered this, but just confirm for us again what we're targeting for uh, the first arb vault or uh, rolling out—that is actually being able to use the technology. Yep. Yep. Thanks.
1: Yeah, that, that's correct. So that's right now. If that's you know um, being audited. The audit's over halfway done. Target is mid to late January for us to open that up. Great. Thanks. Go ahead, Julian. King Julian. Hey, uh, awesome for hosting this.
2: Is
0: there going to be any um, relation with Astroport and the LP that Whale's doing? Or are you guys, since you own all of the liquidity, just keeping it separate for now? Um, I don't know if you're going to be working with Astroport at all. Just guess ask that
1: question. Um, Yeah, so we, we are in communication and we have been in communication with Astroport. Um, the timing on the lock drop didn't work out, um, but also there, you know, there was sort of a conflict there just because we own the liquidity, right? So essentially, we'd be, you know, we'd be accumulating Astro straight to the treasury, which isn't necessarily a terrible thing. However, it wasn't really the point of what they were trying to do with their lock drop. Um, so, you know, that being said, we we decided to forego um, the lock drop. You know, so, and, and really dual incentives doesn't make sense because (laughs) again, we're, we're not offering incentives. So, you know, um, if, if something does make sense to, to link up with on Astro, uh, we certainly would be open to it. Um, but right now we're, we're happy with our, you know, with our POL model, you know, and, and, um, and where it's headed. So, you know, so it's, you know, it's harder to partner with incentives you know when when we're not we're not offering incentives of course and when are we going to be
0: able to do anything with our whale that we already own when are we going to be able to stake it or
1: right yeah so that that's what i was talking about with the governance staking um you know we do want to open that up as soon as possible um you know there are potential vectors there so it, it really isn't wise to do it before the audit um, we have it as we have it as a top priority. I get it right? Like, it, this is DeFi. Everybody wants to, you know, you don't want tokens to to sit in your wallet. You want to at least put them to work somewhere and be earning some kind of a yield. So, um, that that issue there is at the top of our at, at the top of our list. Um, let's, you know, let's get governance staking vo- open, you know, even if it's not voting in the full functionality let's at least allow the community to to stake their tokens and um you know or earn, earn on them so i I'll, I'll have i'll have more um you know sort of sort of a, a more definitive answer on that in our upcoming calls and updates but for now i'll say that is that's a top priority we recognize that's a that's a need for the community
0: awesome thanks
1: uh, yep all right let's uh pick somebody else here Go
2: ahead, Renee. Hey. Okay. Um, Hello. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, basically, my question comes from uh, my desire to uh, completely live in non-US dollar pegged stablecoins at some point in the maybe far future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, how would this work uh, when Forex comes to um, <clears throat> to Terra? So you will be arbing. Uh, against uh, an oracle so basically you will keep the peg and um, you know keep the arbing of the exchange ratios at the same time when you work for example in Swiss franc uh, stable coins
1: yeah so I mean it's it's hard to speak to the mechanics of, of the forex um, arbing one because we don't have a forex market yet <laughs> you know so it. it it would depend on how that's structured and designed, you know, but I'll I'll say this, right. The, the other stables, um, they, they operate a lot like UST, right. So there's, you know, there's an on-chain Oracle that the validators use, right. And that's, that's used to ARB that those prices are used to ARB against currently TerraSwap, right. So, um, so it's the same basic idea to arbitrage those. Um, Now, as, as Forex markets come out, Right. And are developed on, uh, you know, on Terra and different platforms. I'm sure there will be, um, you know, ways to sort of develop ARP strategies based around those. Right. Unfortunately, we don't have them yet. So. So there's not really much I could say about it. Let's go. uh, Andy, you're up, Andy.
3: Hey, um, thanks for picking me up uh, Awesome some sure. uh, I do have one clarification and uh, maybe
1: first of all, a question
3: and then a one clarification. Um, my question is that uh, given ARB is probably the, the biggest income stream for this protocol, would you mind giving us some sense of what's the current return on capital when you, are, you guys are doing the, the testing? Um, then the follow up is on that is, uh, in my understanding correct, all the ARB income will be distributed to usd depositors
1: but not the the well holders yeah so those are right two two good very relevant questions so um i'm very hesitant to give um expectations on what what these vaults are going to yield for a couple reasons one we're currently testing with five figures right um the you know the vaults are probably going to have eight figures right um deposited in them so you know not really sure how it's how it's going to scale um what i what i will say plus the the other thing too that yeah, you have to consider is the yield is going to depend ent- entirely 100 percent on volatility right that's that's what it is um you know it's a good thing that we will be you know, we will be bear market friendly or we'll at least be volatility friendly, right? Like uh, when there are crashes, severe crashes, severe volatility, things like that, you will see spikes in the yield, right? So I don't know personally, the annual yield, one, it's gonna be very difficult to calculate, right? On on this thing, because it's gonna all depend on on how much volatility there is. So, uh, so the annual yield's hard, it's hard to, and it really doesn't give you the, the best picture, um, but the yield's going to depend on how volatile the markets are. You know that's what it is, which we don't know. We don't we don't have a crystal ball, right? So it's it's very hard to say. I will say, you know, I want to curb expectations. I really do, and I want to set expectations low. Um, it, you know, from the beginning, in stable markets, we're we're going to be looking at a yield that's just above anchor protocols. That's that's what it's looking like you know that's that's kind of what it is now i do believe that as we continue to add our strategies and continue to add um you know things like flash loans you know different things like that that we will see that yield increase um i do think that we'll see the yield increase um but but right now you know i i wouldn't have super high expectations on on some sort of a, a huge yield in the UST vault. Okay. Now, as far as the other question goes, that's also being discussed. So right now, the way the value accrual to um to the treasury from the ARB vaults is, is just a withdrawal fee, right? And it's a very, it's a very small withdrawal fee. Okay. I think it's 0.1% of your withdrawal goes to the Treasury. Um, so if you withdraw UST from the ARB vault, then there's a 0.1% tax, and that goes into the Treasury, right? It's very non-imposing you know it's 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 not really bad it's 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 not too bad we are we are discussing internally um so let's say if we hit arb trades let's say an arb trade executes we're discussing taking a portion let's say 10 percent, for the sake of discussion of every arb trade that's executed and sending that to the treasury which that will then be distributed to the whale stakers so basically as sort of a, a boost to um a, a, a boost to the to to the value to the whale staking, right to the the sort of value accrual of of that end of the platform. But what you also have to understand is that our treasury is going to have significant deposits into our our vaults, right? So um you know, right now the six million USD that's in our our vaults, that's going to be deposited into our usD vaults. So what that does is, one it generates it generate. It's, it's already tapping into the arb profits for for the whale stakers right but also what it does is it serves as sort of a holder of last resort okay so even if there was a run a bank run scenario on ust on whale on on Luna, on everything if there was a doomsday crash right we would still have millions of dollars deposited into our usdr vault and arbing it, you know, ARB and UST. Even even in a doomsday scenario, that could only be withdrawn with with a government bond, right? So those are also the, the assets in the treasury are also you're earning Arb yields um, for the whale stakers as well. But it, in regards to some sort of a profit taking for the treasury and for the whale stakers, th- that is being considered. Yes, it will depend on it will depend on how much yield the the, the UST ARB vault is generating. And if it if it makes sense to do that, so. But good questions, very good questions. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Ryan. Go ahead,
3: Ryan. Hey, Sebastian. Um, firstly, congratulations on the launch. Uh, it's really uh, interesting to see, you know, a, a Terra project doing something different from a tokenomics perspective. And uh, and also thanks for putting this uh, very transparent uh, call together. Um my question kind of follows on nicely from the question that you were just answering, which is you know understand that you're saying U.S. you know the actual vaults for the participants are going to be available sort of mid to late Jan, audit depending. Uh, the question was, in between now and then, are you planning on uh, utilizing any of the U.S.T. in the Treasury to start uh, testing? your uh your ARP contracts at a at a larger scale and trying to grow that Treasury. Yeah.
1: Um I mean we do have we we have AEST to work with in the Treasury. Um so you know I suppose that 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 may be a good idea. So so here's the deal. Here's how the testing works. Um and and by the way I'm sorry I I apologize I misspoke. I said we were um we were testing with uh with five figures we are current um, we we just increased our testing capital so now we are currently testing with seven figures um so so there's that you know as far as testing with the capital that's in the treasury we could if we needed to i suppose um we we could if we needed to as soon as the vaults are open and audited that'll be deposited into the vaults um you know so so here's the deal (laughs) in our testing we see that our trade sizes aren't big enough and there's more demand for the trade sizes then then we could always do that um so it's it's there if we did it but to be honest with you i I hadn't considered that before so it's uh it's worth it's worth considering cool thanks good luck with everything yeah all right uh let's go to kieran go ahead kieran
2: oh sorry about that um yeah i had a couple questions um so my first question, uh, so when you guys have your UST vaults and you have like multiple vaults, I guess just for clarification, are you um, planning on having multiple vaults or just one vault that kind of uses multiple strategies? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So the, the vaults are organized by asset,
2: okay? So they're, they're basically
1: single asset vaults, right? And the first one is the UST vault. So within the UST vault, you will have several, several arbitrage strategies operating. Of several bots running basically right and how it works how the architecture works is the capital in the usd vault that you guys deposit serves as sort of an overarching pool of capital and when a bot when any of the bots detect an arbitrage strategy a flash loan is shot to that arbitrage bot and executes the trade right and then there's a profit check mechanism that basically calculates the value of the vault before the trade and after, and it makes sure that the value of the vault after is greater. And if it's not, the trade simply fails, right? Um, that's basically how it works. So they're organized the, the vaults are organized by asset. So within the UST vault, you have several arbitrage strategies operating. Now the primary one is the PEG ARB, right? That was the first, that's the flagship strategy because we wanted to protect the peg, right? Um, but as I said, the other ARB strategies probably have one meat on the bone. In regards to profits now so yeah so after the ust vault the second vault that will be coming will be the luna vault it'll be the same the same general architecture within the luna vault there will be several luna based arbitrage strategies okay so basically as a user all you do is you deposit luna into the luna vault and then you're arbing luna b luna you're arbing you know whatever sort of arbitrage strategies are are implemented and running in that Luna vault. Okay, so then after that, we can add virtually any asset um, as a single asset arbitrage vault onto the uh, you know onto the platform. So again, we're thinking the other stables. You know, there could be an anchor vault, there could be a mirror vault, there could be m asset vaults. Um, you know, and eventually this process will sort of be turned over to um, to community governance. So basically, it'll be a white listing. Okay, what you know, what asset does the community want to arbitrage next? You know, what, what vault gets opened next? So that's, um, that's the overview on how the vaults are structured.
2: I see. That, that makes sense. Um, and so, kind of with the assets in the background as they're not being traded, uh, I think your light paper mentions, um, like, storing them in anchor vaults or potentially using, like, uh, deals with neutral mirror strategies. Uh, right. Is that something that's going to be, like, decided by, you know, governance in the future? Um, well,
1: well, right now that's how the UST vault is, is made. So when it's when the capital is not uh, arbing, it's put in anchor, right? It's deposited in anchor, and then when an arb strategy strategy is detected, it's withdrawn from anchor in the same block, and then you know the the transaction. The transactions executed in the same block. So that's how the USTR vault works. Now that's you can't do that with your other asset vaults, right? You can't deposit Luna into anchor protocol and earn 20%. Um, what what we probably will do is we'll explore other passive income strategies for the dormant capital, right? Just to make them the most capital efficient. Okay. So um it, it might be LPing Luna be Luna. Right with some of the with some of the capital in the Luna ball or something like that. But you know, passive staking rewards, um, that still allows the token to be liquid, right? So you can ARB with it, but it's also earning passive rewards because there's not always ARB opportunities, right? Um, so we, we want the vaults to be as capital efficient as possible. So so that's the idea. Now how um, how those are structured eventually everything will be turned over to on-chain governance, right? Eventually that the goal is to it is to turn all of the all of the the decisions over to on-chain governance um you know but but for now we're we're building it you know we're we're building the initial infrastructure
2: right yeah that makes sense thank, thanks for uh answer that was, that was pretty good thank yep. you
1: all right um stefan go ahead go ahead
3: uh go ahead stefan hey um thanks for taking my question so um I was just curious, has it been um, Have I considered adding some options to, you know, make encourage people to take a passive income off of their yield? Um, so, for example, you know, offering users the ability to lock up their deposit for like, say, a year or six months, and then, you know, maybe once a week or once a month receive some type of, um, you know, income paid out directly to them. Um, and then, you know, at the end of that term, their assets would be free. So just, you know, it might be beneficial for the protocol to have that predictability of, you know, we need to get these user withdrawals, you know, at this certain time um, on a schedule. So, and I know, you know, as a user, you know, that that would ultimately that's what I would like to have is um, some, you know, reliable
1: source of, stream of income coming in um off the investment sure so are you referring to your whale staking deposits or are you referring to the arb vaults
3: um i mean either one you know i guess i guess a model for either one of those
1: yeah yeah i mean the so the, the arb vaults we want to keep as simple as possible right so it's you know it's the same as using anchor protocol you you deposit ust you withdraw ust you earn our but you earn anchor plus arbitrage right so there is a there is an appeal there to where it's just it's very simple very we're you know one of the things that that has marked us is we've taken arbitrage um which is something that's complex right that it's you know it's a high barrier of entry not everybody can do it and we've distilled it down to a very simple very user-friendly process right so my my preference was, would be to keep those just as simple as easy from a user side while they're executing arb now with the whale staking right with the whale token staking as i mentioned earlier in the call um you know we are planning on implementing some lock options that you know that that boost your yield right um so and and sort of how how the yield is released and how liquid it is which i believe is what your your question is referring to um you know we we haven't sorted out all those details yet you know we, we just haven't but um but i think we're on the same page you know i do think we're on the same page you know those that those that you know aren't going to sell their whale right not planning on selling their whale and want to lock it and want to earn as much passive income as possible you know they will have the opportunity to do so so that's what i can say about it all right um Let's go to Coffee and Crypto. looks like that'll be the last question, and then we'll wrap up. It's almost 2 o'clock here. I know there's lots of Luna calls today, Um, so we'll do one more question here from Coffee and Crypto. Hey, thanks for taking... Go ahead, Hey,
3: thanks for taking my question. Uh, Sure. uh, Are we planning to uh, make the users having to be compensated to uh, contribute to the world?
1: Or any... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you were cutting... You're cutting out. I couldn't understand you. Could you say that again? Uh, can any user contribute to vault,
3: or only the whale holders can contribute to the vault? So, if we make some condition that only whale holders can contribute to the vault, it will increase the uh,
2: demand for whale.
1: Yeah, you're. So, I, I think your connection's bad too, which is making hard. So, you asked if anybody can contribute to the vault, or only whale holders can contribute to the vault? Was that your yes, question? Yes. 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 So are you referring to the arbitrage vaults like the UST? Yes, I'm referring to
3: that. Yeah. Words.
1: yeah, any so anybody can contribute to any of the arbitrage vaults. There's no restrictions whatsoever. You don't need you don't need to own whale. You don't need to stake whale. You don't you don't need to do anything with whale. You can you can deposit UST into the arbitrage vault, you know, and use it without owning without holding any whale tokens. Okay. Does that answer your question?
2: Yes.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. Uh, We had to cut that one just a little bit short to make sure we caught the CeFi Nexus AMA, Uh, but that was the majority of it. I believe they just ended the uh, space after that, so you didn't miss much. Uh, This was the White Whale-hosted community update recorded on December 17th, 2021. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Concrete where the rocks meet Nighttime special ops flushing out the raw meat If you think you want beef, think again promptly Oddly the bombs never dropped on the party Probably the odds were too damn alarming Disarming the population, that's a hard feat Hardly break up the booze and the drugs Wait till the bodies drop, then roll up the rugs Raise up an army of suicide Barbies Never bring a plastic knife to a gun battle Gotta praise mommy for the do-or-die heartbeat Gave up killing, now she's back in the saddle Better pick a side, let them go gather When the dogs of war are out looking for their master Feeling all war out like a blood donor But they wouldn't take it, didn't have the right aroma When the enemy strikes, you better have a flashlight Never have I seen darker days in my life Everyone got a handout looking for a pardon Me, I'm just lucky I found a good partner The look on the face when the shit got started A bunch of dead bodies dearly departed It's merely an art form made out of cardboard Got a brain in the head,ed blood pumping heart for Keeping everything saturated like a drugstore Fighting through the lines like a blood sport of sorts Just trying to get enough food to live can't grow your own when you're living in the shit In the midst of all this, we never got our shit together Long enough to sit and think about the bigger picture Whether or not we ever had to run the risk Rather be a carrier gorilla in the mist But We need to remember uh, that this virus will pass But the
3: decisions that we make today uh, in this atmosphere will last Um, We will have to live with them, our children will have to live with them All of our posterity will Uh, It's not just about America, it's not just about your city.
2: Um, It's about everywhere.
0: Spaces.